back, everybody, to another episode of THR Presents Stream Fiends. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, my brother Nez. What's up, man? I'm good, brother. Just hanging in there. Um, for those of you that have been listening, uh, I'm sure I mentioned it here. Uh, my wife, she tested positive for COVID in December, like the week before Christmas. So we couldn't have Christmas at all. Tree is still up. Presents are still wrapped. Uh, and that was like for a month, uh, somewhere almost almost all of January, uh, we went and she got over it. Uh, my son also tested positive, but he didn't have any symptoms at all. So thank goodness for that. Uh, but my wife's good. Uh, my house is full of people. Well, not my family, my my grandkids and all that. They but they only live like across the street. So, um, so we're, so we're finally having Christmas. Uh, my little, my oldest grandson. He he doesn't know. He just knows it's still Christmas time. So we had Christmas movies on in February. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're gonna have it tomorrow morning. Uh. Not sure when you guys are hearing this, but it'll be Saturday the I don't even know what day it is. The Saturday the thirteenth. <laughs> so February thirteenth. This is a Christmas house here in uh, the Nez household. But other than that, good. Finally getting that over with. But uh nice. I'm super, super duper late. I'm just now wrapping my wife's presents, which I had uh, basically two months to wrap. <laughs> Never did. Now she's all mad. <laughs> uh, but they say, "Hey, man, you're getting something, so shut up." But uh, guys, don't talk to your wives that way. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. So that's all that. that's going on here. Other than that, man, I'm uh, I'm good. Just finally getting to this movie. Oh man, but uh, yeah, man, that's all that's going on. Uh, nothing going on up here. So same old, same old. Cold. Been, fuck yeah it's been yeah. getting colder and colder I hate it I hate it so much <laughs> and but uh yeah my son's about to pack up and move out of state he's uh heading over to the great state of Texas oh it ain't well I guess it can get cold but it ain't no it's not like Alaska cold yeah definitely Alaska's uh, it's it's on beast up here, especially <laughs> you, uh, in February. <laughs> give you another reason to go to Texas, other than to see <laughs> brother Lance and brother Philip. Yeah, but yeah, nothing going on. Just uh, waiting to get to this movie. I know we've been uh, promising it and talked a little bit about. Well, we didn't talk about it. Uh, read some listener feedback on the main show, so. Um, Let's uh, let's jump into this 2021 release uh, for those who are able to got to see it in the theater uh, for us. Uh, we got to see it on HBO Max. That's why it's on Stream Fiends. So uh, quick synopsis on the little things. After two months and four victims, you don't have a suspect. Things probably changed a lot since you left. You still got to catch him, right? Not that much has changed, then. I want to nail them. I want to nail them, too. Can I help you? Difference is, I'm doing this for me. It's the little things, Jimmy. It's the little things that rip you apart. It's the little things that get you caught. Deputy Sheriff Joe Deke 
Deacon joins force forces with Sergeant Jim Baxter to search search a serial killer who's terrorizing Los Angeles. As they track track the culprit, Baxter is unaware that the investigation is degradating. Wait, dredging up. Sorry, can't read today. Dredging up echoes of Deke's past uncovering disturbing secrets that could threaten more than his case. That was Google. Let's go over to IMDb. Uh, Kern County Deputy Sheriff Joe Deacon is sent to Los Angeles for what is what should be what should have been a quick evidence gathering assignment. Instead, he becomes embroiled in the search for a serial killer who is terrorizing the city. This course stars Academy Award winner because they advertised it in the trailer. Denzel Washington, Academy Award winner Rami Malik, Academy Award winner Jared Leto, Chris Bauer, Michael Hyatt, Terry Kinney, Natalie Morales. This was written and directed by John Lee Hancock. Nez, what are your initial thoughts on the little things? Well, I didn't I didn't read into it. I didn't really watch any trailers. The only thing I seen was uh the little snippets they kept showing in the HBO Max uh teaser trailers for all the stuff that was coming out. They only they just showed you images of Denzel and Rami and, and Jared. So I was like, Okay, I mean they're all they're all good. I mean they're they're all Academy Award winners. Uh the movies they won for were amazing. If I had to pick one out of that one, I know everyone would go to Training Day, but I just love uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, mainly because I'm a huge Queen fan. So I, I really loved Rami's performance in that. Jared Leto, he's done tons of things. And speaking of him, the images of his Joker for the for the new Justice League that's uh, been coming out Sunday. Is it the 14th when that comes out? Yeah, yeah the trailer, yeah. Uh, uh, is it it's just a trailer or is it the the whole thing? It's trailer. Oh, I thought the whole thing was coming. Oh, man, well, I'm jumping. No, the that, 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 that's March that the movie oh, comes out. Okay, shit. Well, I'm jumping the gun. But either way, man, the, 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 the images, two images they released uh, of the Joker, I'm like, whoa. I mean, there was no Joker in Justice League, so that's it's cool what what they're gonna do. Hopefully, he doesn't get like seconds, the, the little bit he had in the Suicide Squad. But mm-hmm. but he he's an awesome actor. He did win for Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, he's done a ton of movies. I think my favorite one he had done was that uh, Chapter Something. That one when he portrayed uh, the guy that killed. Um, what's his name? Uh, God damn it, the Beatle. Um, John John Lennon. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, it was Chapter Something. I I can't remember um the the movie offhand, but uh, I really loved his performance in that. And uh, musically, I do like his band Thirty Seconds to Mars. So I'm I'm cool with all of that. But um, Denzel, he's his work speaks for itself. He's done so many uh, films and Training Day. Yeah, that was an awesome film. It was kind of shocking that he got 
uh, nominated and won for that because I I was thinking I mean he was good I mean I loved his performance but I was thinking he really for that so but I'm I was like all right cool I, I was happy that he won but yeah he he won for being a dirty cop and Holly Berry won for getting naked I knew that was a but in in her defense that that was a, a good performance and uh, yeah the bonus was getting naked so yeah <laughs> Billy Bob you're a lucky man <laughs> uh chat chapter 27 yeah that movie have you seen that one no I have not uh it, it was just depressing and and it was weird I mean these guys that do I mean, Jared Leto put on the pounds for that role. Uh, he just ate and ate and ate ice cream, hamburgers, everything just to get that fat. I'm like, man. Well, I guess it helps to have a, a personal trainer and a diet, whoever give, works out your, your food and everything. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. I need. Then I'd get slim too. But yeah, I mean, these guys do a lot to themselves for, for these roles that they take. So, but this yeah, one. He was a little bit heavier in this one. Was not, he- really? not heavy, like he looked a little out of shape, I guess. I, it, I think he had something under that shirt. I, I don't know because his face him, wasn't him and Denzel. Denzel looked like that was real, <laughs> but Jared, <laughs> I think he he might have had something over his stomach because when he did Chapter Twenty Seven, he said he got really sick trying to trying to puff up for that role. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, his face didn't look too fat, so I think they might have just put something a- around his stomach. But I mean, either way, um, saw the film, watched it with my wife. She really enjoyed it. I was kind of thrown at some stuff that was happening in it because it made me when the movie was over, I was like, wait a minute. We had to go back and rewatch the beginning. Uh, so I was like, oh, OK. But I mean, but overall, I thought the performances uh, from all three Denzel, you know, he was going to be badass right out the gate. So there was no no doubting his performance Rami Malek I wasn't really sure on how he was going to go because he started out being an asshole cop and then you just felt sorry for him by by the end of the film Jared Leto he played Albert Sparma he was just creepy every time he was on on screen and he just did an amazing performance if I had to pick something out of these three Jared Leto I thought he was awesome in this but it was, it was a. I know a lot of people didn't like this film because on how slow it was, but maybe I'm just get turning into old man and and I like slow movies. But I I thought this movie was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it. I mean, it was. It kept me interested. Uh, I never did like yeah, okay. Um, I I was just trying to piece it together, and then even at the end. We don't really know. I, I don't know. We want to think so, but then there's there's evidence for both sides. Is he? Did he do it or didn't he do it? There there was a lot there, and I was kind of like, hmm. I had to watch it. I watched it twice, so I was like, ah, okay. But I still came up with the same conclusion uh, by the second second viewing. But but either way, man, I thought this movie was awesome. What'd you think of it? Yeah, I I also enjoyed it. I don't know if I'm just getting old too, but I I kind of enjoyed the the nice little slow burn. I mean, it's a detective movie. They're they're trying to solve this case, you know. And I thought everybody was fantastic. Um, 
I thought everybody played the role like just they, everybody had something going on or something going on in their background or maybe was hiding something. And I thought they all did a great job at that. Um, the story is pretty much straightforward, but I did not think it was going to end like that. I really did not. Um, I thought the way the story was going, where we we're just going to get a clean cut finish on, on what was happening and who was doing it. But like you said, we, we, we don't know. We don't know. And I kind of it made me appreciate the, the movie more for that. And um, I think, yeah, I would have to go with, with Jared Leto. I think his performance as Albert was was creepy, creepy, even though I, I always feel like Rami just his eyes just fucking creep me out like. <laughs> so he's got to play I mean he we were supposed to see him already play a villain in uh the new James Bond movie and I just think he kind of has a look and just kind of I don't use this word often swag about him that that just kind of says bad guy kind of creepy so uh hopefully we'll get to see that movie soon but but I thought everybody did a phenomenal job in this and um I think for for a detective movie, I think um, sometimes it's necessary to be a slow burn. Yeah, I mean the how they were selling it to before before everyone seen it was oh it's it's the next seven and I was like no I I knew that right out before I said no I mean seven is one of my favorite films I I love that movie I can throw that on any time. And watch it. So I was kind of like, mm, that's kind of a lot to say about this film. Uh, and it was no seven, not even close. It was just, mm-hmm. there were the good guys were searching for uh, a murder. Was he a serial killer? I guess. I mean, there wasn't uh, tons of murders in this. I mean, there, there was, there was a case that they were, they were trying to figure out a, a murder, a murder victim. But I mean, seven was just off the wall, crazy and just murder, death, gore and all that through through the whole film, which I love. If you guys know me uh, with the movies that I watch, but I, I didn't I didn't that, I didn't see no comparison to that. I don't know who who said that. Um, I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes right now, and there's a lot of no mainly the uh, the audience, not not the critics. I, I don't really listen to them but a lot of people just didn't like it they're just saying how slow it was and this and that nobody did a powerful performance and i read these uh, these reviews and i'm like i don't know what you guys were watching but (laughs) i thought this movie was awesome Mm. um but yeah the story was straightforward it was just uh rami malik was trying to uh, or no, Denzel was trying to figure out a, a case that, that they weren't really unsure of. And then they go to L.A. and he teams up with Rami. He's also on a case uh, of a missing person as well as uh, someone that, that, that no, it was just a missing uh, jogger, right? Yeah, at that time. Yeah. And uh, I know um, the beginning threw me. Uh, when that girl was driving down the road and somebody was following her and then she pulls over. Um, I don't know why she stopped right there where nobody was at. I'm like, can you just hold ass and kept going? You were almost <laughs> into the city. <laughs> but 
she was scared. So when well, yeah, but she didn't have to get out at the Bates Motel to, yeah. to see if anybody <laughs> could fucking help her. Because when she gets out and tries to find help, and somebody gets out of the car and comes walking after her, um, I was like, hmm, okay, uh, is is this the killer that that they're searching for? And we don't know. And then that's when we get into Denzel's story. And uh, I liked his backstory that that because it, that you were really unsure on why he was acting the way he was. It, it turned out he was. Uh, an LA detective, but something happened and he, he didn't get, yeah, I guess pretty much he got, they didn't fire him, but they said, you, you got to get out of here. Yeah. So he went to, to some suburb whole town to, to become a sheriff. But then he's working on a case and he comes to LA and that's when they team him up with Rami Malik when they, when they're trying to figure out a case. They kind of got uh, some clues on who the murderer was, so they they go into their investigation and and it led them to uh, Jared Leto, uh, Albert Sparmer, because they were saying, well, there was some kind of issue with the. It could be a worker because the, the one of the houses, uh, they said the refrigerator was broken, so uh, they started kind of going around to see who whose uh, repair shop. Uh, might have come here and then that's when they started getting um suspects and jared leto was just creepy so they kind of figured all right it might be him and th- there was evidence leading towards him and they, they they break into his house and look around and you see that he's into serial killers because he's got help to skelter and some other books mm-hmm. on on the wall and they they just find all these creepy things in his house um, but that that doesn't necessarily mean that, that it's him. But they they were really watching him because they they did bring him in. They talked to him, and that scene when they were interrogating him, he was just creepy and really really into the the pictures, the evident pictures, the evidence mm-hmm. pictures that they had. But he flat out said that he goes, "Oh man, I'm really uh, interested in these type of things. I really like uh, watching these detective shows or, or whatever he said." Yeah, didn't so, didn't he like know their backgrounds and stuff like that? Yeah, because he because they were in the paper as well. I mean, because he he reads up on all this stuff, so he knew he knew them not personally, but he knew that their work uh, as police officers, as detectives. So I mean, I was like, hmm. I mean, again, with this movie, they lay lay out all of it in front of you, but you have you have to be the audience has to be the detective. And put this together. Are is Albert Sparmer the killer, or is he not? I mean, you can go round and around, uh, and and there was a lot of evidence saying yeah he is, but then there's more evidence saying no he's not. But I mean, it was just all that. And the the backstory to Denzel was he he was a part of a cover up because they kept showing a lot of flashbacks dealing with him on a case that he was working mm-hmm. because we find out he he's not married anymore. Uh, he, he's not an LA detective, but by the end of the film, you see why he's not an LA detective and why he's, he's not divorced. And I mean, I, I really loved that backstory on him. And then, um, 
I can't remember. What was the reasoning for him teaming up with Rami? Just because their, their, their two cases were similar? Yeah, they were similar, and he was always haunted by not solving that case, especially how the cover-up came from investigating one of the cases. So he was constantly haunted by 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 those women. We get a scene where I thought he just had some chick rubbing his feet, but it was one of the one of the girls that died, and then you flash over to the to the corner or the closet or whatever it was, and the the, the other dead girls are just standing there. So he was always haunted by by basically not helping them, and. We also get that scene when he gets to look at the recent body in the autopsy and he's talking, he's sitting there alone and he's talking to the body saying, you know, how can I help you? You know, tell me what I need, you know, and and I, I really dug his performance and it was about the little things because he was just kind of, he was there to pick up some evidence and just became a part of this case because he was just making suggestions like the whole, um, I believe the the victim that they're there looking at was um, she was supposed to be vegan, but there was uh, meat or something in the, in the refrigerator and they found it in her uh, digestive system. So it was like the little things he was pointing out. I mean, also you mean you, yeah, you can take it that way. Plus there was stuff at, at the end of the film uh, of, cause he told uh, Rami, like, don't, don't let the little things bother you. And and then we find out why Denzel lost his job, why he was not divorced anymore, and why he just let his family fall, his family life fall apart because of the case that he didn't, he couldn't solve. Mm-hmm. And we also find out that he actually shot one of the uh, the victims by accident. It wasn't on purpose, and he he had, he was uh, he had some friends in a corner help him cover it up to make it seem like, Oh, she was also one. She would, there was two victims that were dead, but one of them was still alive. And uh, Denzel shot her by accident. So they had a big cover up. So yeah, him and uh, the machine from, Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Machine. He was in this. And uh, because I was unsure, I mean, cause when we see him talking to his wife, and oh, you kept the house, and how are you doing? And she didn't seem like she was like mad at him, but no. It, so I I don't know because at this point when when all this stuff was happening, when we're showing the flashbacks, we're not really sure. We don't see all that until the end of the film. But um, when but Jared, you, you you know I, that he you know that he hasn't been keeping in contact though because the the simple fact that he's oh you kept the house and. They they have two older daughters that are grown that he apparently has hasn't even spoke to in years. Yeah. So well, while that's happening, and Rami is really just focusing on this case, trying trying to solve it because he he seemed like he was the hot shot detective in the department. Because mm-hmm. when we first see him, he's just all swag and acts like he don't give a fuck, and and he's top shit, but. As the case goes on and on, especially mainly when they're trying, when they have Jared Leto as a suspect, and he, you can see him going from the little smart ass he was in the beginning to just 
what, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? How are we going to solve this case? How he's, his tune just totally changed. I mean, that, that's why I like Rami as an actor. He really, uh, obviously, when you read the script, you go, okay, this is this is how it's going to be. And I'm sure as well as the help with the director, because the director was the writer to help him along with the character. So I, mean, I definitely think he chose three good actors to, to show mm-hmm. this film. From what I understand, this film was uh, written and uh, or I guess the screenplay was it'd been out for a while, but it just took forever to make. So, because I don't think he was uh, the John Lee Hancock was initially supposed to direct this at first. They they wanted a big giant name, but uh, uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, they they just couldn't. So that they just you know what he's like you know they were you know what you do it. Yeah, right. Steve, it, Steven Steven Spielberg, Clint Eastwood, Warren Beatty, and Danny DeVito were all separately attached to direct. Because, I mean, I think the movie stu- the studio cut finally said, look, dude, it's your vision. You probably know it better than anyone else. So why don't you just do it? So that that's why he sat down and did it. So good good job for him. But when they, the scenes when, when they, they're basically, they, they kind of, all right, he, Albert Spalmer is the killer. We just have to prove it. So that's why they kept following him around. Because when we first see Albert Sparma, he's when uh, uh, Denzel was checking out the car and looking at it. And then he's like, hey, what are you doing over there? I mean, his performance, just how he sounded and how he looked. Uh, Jared Leto's got blue eyes, but he had, I don't know if they were black contacts or what, but his eyes just looked dead and creepy. Because mm-hmm. he was always like, hey, well, yeah. And, and how he walked all. Slumped over and his gut sticking out. <laughs> I thought he was cool. Yeah, it was it was very off putting just his whole appearance because, like you said, he had the gut, but he also his face kind of almost looked sucked in. Yeah, and he was like really pale. He looked dead. <laughs> so, but I mean, during the interrogation scene on how they were just trying to get him all raw, but they knew they didn't. Mainly just trying to rile him up to let him know, hey, we're we're on your ass. So. But they they had nothing. There was no evidence of anything that they had on him. So, but I mean, Denzel was unsure. Rami was kind of pretty right on. Like this, this is our man. We we got to get him. But I mean, that whole scene when Denzel was following him in the car, and then how he would pass him and all that, and uh, I thought that was really cool. How, how he just got off the freeway and Denzel got lost him, and then when he stopped, looked around. Then he looked across the street on the other side of the freeway, and Jared Leto was just sitting there in his car looking at him. <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" But I mean, this movie was was really good, and and it does it goes to the performances of these three powerhouse actors. So I I really loved what was going on. But the main question after everything, before we get to the ending, um, which way were you leaning with Jared Leto's character? Like as did he do it or did he not do it? <laughs> with all the um, evidence, with at, at before the ending, with all the evidence laid out in front of us, I almost wanted to say no, he didn't do it because I thought it was just neither he was playing this game where he did do it and he just gave you all the evidence and was just kind of testing them to see if they can catch him, 
But I just kind of felt like he was just some fucked up guy that was just super into this stuff. And because we got that, um, that, uh, revelation that, uh, he, um, for a past murder that he uh, confessed to, but he didn't do it. He just wanted to get in there and just hear all the stuff and look at all the pictures. And I kind of just at, at certain points just thought he was just really fucked up and maybe he didn't do this. That's how I was leaning because a lot of people were mad that uh, how it ended. It just basically boom. boom. Once the movie was over, that was it. Um, And I, I was kind of like that too, but then after sitting there thinking about it, then watching it again, I was like, wait a minute. I mean, they never really had anything on him to to say he was the one that did it. I mean, the, other than they were following him all over the house, they went into his house and uh, searched it up and down and, and didn't find anything. Uh, the, the creepiness on, on how he was, but I think... He just, other than he was fascinated by these, these type of thing, these type of uh, crime investigations, and he he knew that they were following him. And I think he was not so much crazy as he would be a killer, but I think he was like trying to push his boundaries on how far are these guys willing to go to think that, that he did it, because that's why he was leading Denzel all crazy on the freeway and everything, and then. Getting on a bus, leaving his house, getting on a bus, and spending all day in a strip club, uh, knowing that they were watching him. Yeah, and let me say, it must pay good to be a refrigerator repairman because that guy spent a lot of time in strip clubs and brothels, and <laughs> even even when he was in his car, he was like uh, pulling up to hookers and stuff like that, talking to them. Like it, it must pay well because. He bought those ones like burgers or something. He, yeah. he left that drive through and Bruce stopped and handed him the bag. <laughs> yeah, man. He he was just weird. I mean, when they finally basically uh the no, Denzel what what they were they were doing a stakeout at his house and then Denzel uh walked to the store to get it was batteries or something, I can't remember. And then that's when Jared walked up uh, on Rami and uh, got in the car and, and told him, yeah, um, there. well, where's the body? Where's this? And, I, and he was, oh, well, I'll show you. And then took him way out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, yeah, I think I buried it right over there, buried, buried it right over there. I mean, right then I was thinking, did 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 he really do it or, or was he fucking with them? For some reason I was thinking Denzel was the killer at one point. Yeah, because uh, that scene of what we were talking about, I, I don't know if we mentioned it or not, um when Denzel snuck into his house to look for evidence and then when when they didn't find anything and Rami was like he's like, Did you find anything? And I don't know. I think it foreshadowed the end because he said, if you would have gave me four, five more minutes, I could have found something. Yeah. I mean, I liked, I mean, when, uh, when Denzel broke into to Albert's house, um, I think he knew because then the cops came because he called the cops on him 
And I, I loved it how he was just standing across the street and, and Rami was like, fuck, fuck, what am I going to do? Because he couldn't just charge over there or they would have both been in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I want to know why nobody said something. Because cause Rami was there, uh, Jared was there, and there was other witnesses watching all the cops go into the house. And you see Denzel crawling on the roof. <laughs> mm. And no one said nothing. Like, hey, there he is. And they just were all watching. Yeah, and, and it was a serious call, too, because you heard it on the radio. Officer down, officer down. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, I just I thought that was really cool, but um, when when we get to the end, when Jared just kind of basically confessed that he did it, but then took him way out there, and then we find out that nothing was out there. At first, I thought he was just messing with him, like that he did it, but was making him dig all these different holes just to do it. But Rami was just so just wanting to solve this case he just lost it and ended up uh hitting uh, uh albert's farmer with a shovel i thought it just knocked him out i didn't it didn't look like he hit him that hard but it must have hit him in the right spot and, and killed him yeah and then i was like oh because then that's when denzel came back and was like you know what uh i'll be back just we're, we're going to fix this. <laughs> and he went back to the house and <laughs> like took, he basically, he bagged up all the uh, uh, Albert stuff, right? Yeah, it was, I think I, if I'm remembering correctly, the, the apartment was empty. Yeah. He, cause he went and bagged up everything and I don't know what time of the night it was, but you think someone might've saw him doing it, bringing all that shit out, but I don't know. <laughs> So I, I just thought it, it was it was weird, but then at the end of the thing, at end of the film, I mean, Sparma's dead, but at the end of the film, you see um, that they covered it up basically. But at the end of the film, you see Rami just sitting there. He's at home with his kids. His wife's looking at him. She sees that there's something wrong. The kids are talking to him. He's just looking off in the space but you see in his eyes that this this case is going to bother him i mean did he did he do right did he find the killer and, and killed him or was he not the killer and he just murdered an innocent man so i think that that was that would mean i don't think i mean i know that's why denzel did what he did Went and cleaned up the house, took everything out of there, mm-hmm. because one one of the uh, when when the, when the missing jogger disappeared, they said that she always wore a red barrette. So they were, uh, they said that was one of the key evidence evidence things. So when um, Denzel dropped off, uh, or I think he mailed it or something, but he had a little pack. No, he had some, machine bring it. Yeah, machine brought it to the house and he gave it to me. Opened it up. And this little this little envelope and that red barrette was in there. So at that at that point he was like in Rami's mind, he was like, Okay, he was the guy. I got him and, and we killed him. So uh, evil is punished and all that. But then we go to Denzel, he's at his house in the middle of the desert somewhere. 
we see that he took all of Albert Sparmer's belongings and just started burning it all. But the last thing he threw in the fire was a package of barrettes, and there was one missing. Yeah, see, did did it make you seem like he's very used to disposing of evidence? Um, I don't think so. I know he did it to cover up that murder or the, the accidental murder of one of the victims. But when he told him, when he told, when Denzel told Rami not to worry about the little things, because that would, that would basically, that, that'll fuck your life up. So don't try not to worry about it. Because he didn't want uh, Rami to, to, to be like him, to lose his wife, to lose his kids and, and lose his job, basically. So he, he, that, I think that's why he did that. I mean, cause I'm sure Denzel's character is still, his mind is still all messed up and not, he doesn't know if he'll ever get uh, his life back on track. But I think he didn't want Rom or he, he didn't want Rami character to be like that. Um, what the hell was his name? Uh, Detective um, Jim Baxter. He didn't, he did, that was Rami's character. And Denzel was Deke or Joe Deacon. He didn't want him to, to live his life like that, to just lose his family and lose everything. So I, I think that's why he gave him that little barrette to just, all right, I'm good. I can still mm-hmm. be a detective. Evil is punished and all that. So, but at when the film, like I said, I, when the first time I watched it, when it was over, I had to go back and, and watch the beginning. Because I was still like, wait a minute, that didn't look like uh, Rom or not Rom. That didn't look like Jared in the beginning of the film. Because I went back and watched it, and that guy that was following that girl in the car in the very beginning of the film, he he looked taller and he had uh, cowboy boots and, and everything. Because the girl did say that they said, well, what do you? And he goes, I don't know. I know. I just know he had real fancy boots. So I mean, that was all. See- she really- now, now I need to go back and watch it one more time because there was wasn't Denzel carrying like old evidence of fancy boots. Yeah, but that's why I went back too because uh, when they went into his room, he had those fancy little cowboy boots on the on the bed, and then because that, that's what kind of also made me think: Did Denzel kill all these people? Because that one scene you mentioned when he saw those those uh, the dead girls in his room when he was sitting there just kind of spacing out. It made me think: Were these the ghosts of, of the of the or the spirits of the the girls he murdered? If you guys are hearing drums beating in the background, it's my grandson. Um, but it's background music. <laughs> so that's that's because that's what made me think that he he was the killer at one point. But then going watching it again, I went, ah, okay, that was just in his head on why. Why? When we finally finally see all his background, we see why what what was what was fucking with him. So I was like, okay, well he's he's not the killer, but that, I mean that because when they because they mentioned that girl mentioned some fancy boots, and then we see those boots on Denzel's bed, and I was like, wait a minute, that's why I went back to the beginning to to see who that guy looked like, but he didn't have these fancy cowboy boots on. He had like black worker boots, steel toe boots on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hmm. But then, again, was that the killer? And yeah, yeah, and got to bring up real quick when they had the witness from the beginning, 
they said they couldn't use her because she's seen him before they did the lineup. Yeah. But she swears that was him. Yeah, she so. she saw him when, when he was in the hall. The Albert Sparma, Jared Leto's character. That's why I think that's why she chose them because she she didn't really get a good look at that first guy in the beginning. Yeah. But then again, I mean, my questions were, was that the killer or was it just some creep just trying to scare some girl and the, the missing jogger uh, that disappeared. Um, they, they, they ended up finding her body. Right. I, I, I know I saw it twice, but I, it was a lot. Of uh, shit, I can't remember. I, I think they, they did. I think they did. Okay. Um, Remember she was she was running with her 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 one of her friends and he said well he was gonna run her home she goes no I can make it home anyway all right I'll see you later so no, she, you run her home anyways guy yeah <laughs> so he he went home and she started going towards her house you see a car coming up behind her and then follow her so I we assume that that was a guy that that kidnapped and killed her. Because it it didn't look like the same car from the beginning. I think the the first car was like a dark, either black or blue car, and then the the the, the car that followed the jogger was like a brown car. And then when we see Jared Leto's car, it's like some badass. I don't know what it was, but um, that's why it was like, well, what's going on? It, I know that yeah, wasn't Jared at the beginning. Yeah, there's a lot of questions because with the car thing, Denzel said he believes that. The killer could possibly have more than one car. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, Denzel did it <laughs> because when when they go to the when when they were checking all these scenes, um, they had noticed that whoever this killer was went in there and cooked food and and drank beer and drank milk and, and this and that. And then when they were digging through uh, Albert Sparma's garbage, or when Denzel went in the house, he looked in the garbage saw. Uh, no, 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 no. The the garbage at, at uh, the witnesses, she had uh, beer cans and everything. But then when he went into Albert's house and opened his refrigerator, that exact same beer brand was in, was in his uh, his fridge. I mean, but and, and it goes back to, like I said, they laid all this evidence out in front of you to, to point us towards Albert Sparma as being the killer. But there was a other there was other stuff in this film that made you go, no. So I mean, my my conclusion at the end of this film, I think Albert Sparma was just some weirdo that mm-hmm. liked like going to strip clubs, strip strip clubs, and and was fascinated with detective and serial killer stories because we see that in his apartment. But nothing led that nothing in that apartment led to that he was a murderer. So I mean that that's what I came with. I mean I I think. Uh, Jim Baxter, Detective Jim ba- Baxter, just murdered a weirdo. <laughs> he, he, not, he, I don't think he was. Yeah, he was a suspect, but there was no evidence to say that he was the one. So I mean that the murderer is still running wild. Um, I would, I would like to know not so much a movie, maybe a story, because mm-hmm. if this this killer that was out there killing and the one that kidnapped that girl, either he just killed her and that was it that was the end of his reign of terror or did he continue to kill because there would he didn't really this killer or whoever it was didn't really have that uh same thing same um uh fuck 
Like like how the J- John John Doe in, in Seven, he mm-hmm. he had a plan, and it was this, the the Seven Deadly Sins, and he was working his way up. So they figured they knew it was the same guy that was killing everyone. In this in this in this story, the little things we don't know if the whoever the murderer was, did he have uh, some kind of plan and have the same uh, issues, or, or was doing the same thing to each victim. Because the victims we see that Denzel, when he was when he was an LA detective, um, the two girls there, two girls were murdered and they were like tied up and I think they were leaning on a rock or something. It was like they were positioned. Yeah, he that whoever the murdered them put them in that position and then he saw when they were there, one made some noise in the bushes and he turned around, and pulled out his gun and, and shot, and it turned out to be one of the victims that was there that was still alive and she got shot in the back. And uh, she died, but there was only three. No, it was just those two detectives, right? Uh, Machine and Denzel. Yeah, Machine and then the other guy. I think he was a detective at the time, but he would later become um, like police chief or police captain. He was uh, a Rami Miles captain. Yeah. And so those those three knew what happened. And then when they brought in the, the coroner, his friend, she was the one that took the bullet out of the back uh, of that third victim, and then they just uh, gave it to to Deke uh, Denzel's character because later on we see that little the, the bullet that she pulled out because he still had it, mm-hmm. and I think that's what just he knew that he murdered an innocent person or, or or one of the victims, but then pawned it off as all right. This lady died the same way the these three did. I mean it, that they writ they put they put it in the coroner's report, and then they just didn't do any more investigation on it because if I figured if they would have did more investigation they would have saw that hey man this this one died of a gunshot wound and these other ones got murdered however they were all murdered but I mean it was I thought it was a really good thought out story I, I know a lot of people wanted death and and dismemberment and, and all that. I did too, but I enjoyed this film on what they did mm-hmm. uh with the story. So there was nothing I mean there was nothing in it that made me go, "Oh, this movie was dumb and da 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 and how all the I assume it was just younger viewers that that were that were reviewing this. But I mean, I thought this movie was awesome. I mean, I'll definitely pick it up once it comes out and I think this is one of those movies you can watch over and over and you'll find more things in it because I mean, I, I, it's the only way I can put it. They laid the evidence all out in front of you to mm-hmm. make, to, to make you join the, the, the detectives, to make you your detective and help, um, um, do it or help my, my grandson poked his head in here <laughs> <laughs> to, to help, to make you one of the detectives to try to solve this case. So, but uh, it it was crazy. Uh, but I mean, I I really love this film. I just thought it was an amazing film, and I wasn't the one to hate on it. I mean, I it, after after that first watch, I was like, wow, that was a good movie. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said, and even just now talking about it, I want to go back and watch it because I have more questions now after discussing it with somebody. So. I think in that aspect, it, it does its job. And I think maybe, I don't know, I, I, might, I might be guilty of this sometimes, but maybe we're just starting to get spoiled when it comes to movies. Like, 
we we get we get these awesome movies and then we just hell hold everything to like certain standards and i think once people were like oh this was trying to be seven i think that's all people had in their head coming in to watch it that's that's how i went in with it but i was like I'm, I'm a, a lot of people, not just this film, other films. Oh, this is the next Star Wars. This is the next Jaws or whatever. And and when I see them, I'm like, this is not Star Wars and nothing can be Jaws. I don't care what anyone, yeah, even, if, it, even if they try to remake it. No, but it's it's like with anything. When you compare it to something that is well loved, it's automatically going to get hate. Like I'm bringing up a sports analogy, uh, LeBron James. Everybody, oh, he's the next Jordan. You're automatically just gonna put fucking heat and hate on that guy just just from that statement. Um, King James, he's not Jordan. No one's gonna be Jordan. I don't care what anybody says. There's not gonna be another Jordan. There's not gonna be another Magic. There's not gonna be another Kareem, another Larry Bird. Everybody, another Kobe. They were who they were. They're the legends that they are. Mm-hmm. So we got to leave that as that. And I'm not even a basketball NBA guy. So, but, but, um, all right, let me read this. This is at the very, uh, the last sentence of the, uh, Wikipedia thing. It says the killer in the beginning of the movie is shown walking with a normal stride. Sparma is shown throughout the movie walking with a slight limp and a peculiar stride indicating Sparma is not the killer. That's why that reading this sentence right now, that's why one of the reasons I went back to the beginning because I said, you see uh, Sparmer walking with this kind of his head moving up and down with his swinging mm-hmm. his arms and gut sticking out. And then when we see the killer in the beginning, he's nice, tall, straight walking. And he didn't look. He just looked like some normal dude. And we can clearly see it was a white guy. So, I mean, but then I, I, in my mind, it goes back to. Was that just a weirdo that was just like to scare girls out on these lonely highways? Or was he really a killer? Was he the one that, that killed or was he the one that, that kidnapped that jogger? I don't know. Yeah. Or we, we don't know. There could have like, yeah, you're right. There could have been a fucking third person. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they were trying to throw you for a loop with everyone, but for them to, uh, to zero in on Albert Sparma, Jared Leto's character, um, I think they, I think these two detectives, the, the Joe Deacon, he was the County deputy sheriff or the Kern County deputy sheriff. Uh, it, it's outside of uh, Bakersfield and Rami was the uh, Los Angeles. Um, it says LASD, uh, detective. street, street detective. I okay. Think. I so, could be wrong. I, yeah, I don't know. He was a detective in L.A. I know. Oh, uh, Los Angeles County Sheriff's De- Department. Oh, okay. I thought he was a detective. Well, he, well, he, he is for, he is, for but, the. All right. You guys know what I mean. It's late. <laughs> but, but again, yeah, I mean, they, they laid it all down for you. And they these two were just, they, they zeroed in on Sparma going, he's a weirdo. He's creepy. He, he's a He's a repairman. Uh, let's because they, they didn't even try to look for anyone else. They zeroed in on him and said, "He's our man." Let let's let's try to prove it. And he led them on this little wild goose chase. So in my eyes, I don't think he was the killer. Was that the killer in the beginning? I don't know. Was that the killer? I mean, we obviously know whoever was in that brown car kidnapped uh, that jogger. But then again, if you want to think about that, maybe that was just a weirdo following, or maybe that. 
person was going down the wrong road. We don't know. We didn't see anyone. We didn't see that girl get abducted. Mm-hmm. We just assumed that that was whoever in that car. Killer could have been somebody in a movie that we haven't even talked about. Yeah. So, I mean, this movie, that's why I love this so much. It made you think. And they didn't give you, we, we still, at the end of the film, we didn't get an answer. So, I mean, I think this is one of those films you can watch over and over again. And uh, you could lean the way I thought I saw it, or you can lean another direction. Maybe you can say, no, this is the evidence to say that that Sparmer was the killer. I don't know. Everyone can figure out this film, uh, be your own detective and figure it out. But um, I I think this is is an amazing film. And um, I know a lot of people, like I said, didn't like it. But I don't know what they wanted, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, the little things. <laughs> That's all. We could be here all night, and I'm getting yeah. headache trying to put it all together. And like it, you, man, it's making me want to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anybody has HBO Max, this movie will be streaming until February 28th. Um. Yep. They yanked off um, what you call already. Yeah. God damn it. Um. Wonder Woman. <laughs> so, uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> was this your pick? Yep. It's your pick now. Uh, what did I pick the? Superman two last oh, time. Okay. All right. Um. I thought of a movie, but I'm not sure. It was on Amazon. Let me see if it's still there. Hmm. Nope. Damn, none of the movies I wanted to pick are on here. They used to be, but now they're not. Let me go to trusty old YouTube. Um, I know I should have had this pulled up. Ah, here it is. It's uh, a film on YouTube, so you guys, everyone's got YouTube, so you can watch it. You either seen this film or you didn't see it. But this is the 1989 Christian Slater classic, Gleaming the Cube. Yes. So we'll be talking about on the next <laughs> uh, Stream Fiends. Uh, I have not covered this film on anything. Really? <laughs> and, uh, no, nothing. I mean, I. what did I? Oh, Rad is what I did. I did a commentary for Rad. I eventually want to do a commentary for that awesome 80s film, Thrashing. But um, this film... Uh, it's it's really good. If you guys have not seen Gleaming the Cube, uh, definitely watch it. It's not just a skateboard film. And yeah, I love skateboarding because I'm a diehard skateboarder. But this film is more than than skateboarding. That that's why Detective I'm choosing this mystery. Film. Yeah, that's why I'm choosing this film. There's another one to talk to. It's not a little things, but <laughs> it's uh, something uh, different to, to check out. So, but. All right, everyone. Um, I think that's it this far. I mean, if nobody was here, damn it, I would watch Little Things. <laughs> but it, it's kind of hard when you got grandkids running all over the house and screaming, and I don't think anyone's going to bed anytime soon. But we got to tell him, you better go to bed so Santa can come. There plus you I go. Gotta, plus, I got to finish this rapping. My wife's already <laughs> texting me, you done, you done. But uh, yeah, everyone, um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, But again, you be the judge on who you think the killer is in this film. If you've seen it once, maybe us talking about it will make you want to watch it again uh, with with a little bit of evidence that that we were throwing out at you. (laughs) But um, 
yeah, again, I can't wait for this to come out on Blu-ray or 4K, whatever. Uh, I'm definitely uh, going to pick this up. But uh, everyone, please, if you're new to the show, welcome. Thank you for listening. Go back and li- what what episode is this? I want to say eight or nine. One of those. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I mean, we do so much. We're, we're lost. I don't even remember what number we're at with the action returns. Uh, okay, Action Returns is 27, and this is episode 8. There you go. Superman 2 was uh, number 7. And uh, thank you all for listening to the Action Returns as well as Stream Fiends. I I see these numbers with the downloads, and thank you all for, for listening. Um, please go over and listen to more of the shit that I do over on Skater Nez Podcast Network with uh, East Society as well as Mac Nez, definitely. And Brother Brian, man, I got to you do you do so much for us, uh, just promoting our shows and everything. I mean, Brian here is is a true Superman. He does a lot, not just for the Horror Returns Network as well as our network over. Uh, on skater nez and dude i mean you're the best man i love you brother thank you so much for everything you do for us as well as other podcasts man all you guys that are out there man brian is the man man he promotes everybody that he knows uh, deal, dealing with podcasts and everything so man again you're the true superman uh, of this both networks really because <laughs> you're a part of our network as well so <laughs> Uh, that's that's what that's why I do. We're all family here. Yeah, we are. But uh, yeah, go listen to all the crap I'm doing over there. East Society, we got another one coming really soon. Uh, we got to do a three episode uh, mashup of of Wandavision. We're we're three episodes behind. Oh, it's uh, so good. I didn't watch the new episodes. I don't say nothing. Okay. <laughs> um, I stay away from spoilers on, on that thing. Um, but yeah, everyone, thank you so much for listening uh, to Stream Fiends as well as Action Returns. And uh, come back uh, next week or whenever when we got, uh, I don't even know what what action movie we're doing, but (laughs) as well as uh, more stream fiends when we do uh, 89 classic uh, Gleaming the Cube. So until next time, everyone, be safe out there and party on. Yes, absolutely. Everybody be safe out there and never trust anybody that asks you, how's the Trump space? (laughs) 